The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi and welcome to another live show of Strike Point. I'm your normal co-host David Naylor and my normal other co-host Mikkel Denib is online with us. Hey there matey. Yes, I am here and we're live yes, again. Yes, I think it's two Mondays <laughs> in a row. What a great start of the new year. Um, we should be going like this. For it the is. <laughs> we'll try. Anyway, I think yeah. we're going to talk a whole lot previously this uh, week. And there's a few different yeah. cases popping up that's um, interesting to talk about. Um, so let's get on with that. Um, there's also, last, I think last week we um, we may have gone into this uh, Google bashing mode again. And uh, we were talking mostly bad things about Google, I would say. And um, so today I'm happy to announce that we actually have some positive Google news for once. Which we also do feature at Strike Point now and then. So um, whenever there's a good reason for it. But today there is, or maybe there isn't. But let's start out with the positive side of it. But let's start um, with the privacy things uh, yeah. because it was a, a special case that you wanted to mention from uh, from Twitter this week, uh, Dave. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's, it's gone a bit crazy in the UK at the moment, and the, there's three the three different things that. Uh, I'd like to get your opinion on Michael from a from a European standpoint, but this is, these are all pertaining to the UK at the moment. So we've our anti-terrorist laws in the UK have gone a little bit crazy, and I kind of want to be really careful about what I say because yeah. the last thing I want to happen is for me to get locked up. Um, so. <laughs> I'm not a terrorist. Uh, I've got no intentions of doing anything crazy. I'm just trying to report on the things that have happened in the media just recently. Um, <laughs> and I think that was a safe and, and, and that's my stamp. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my kind of like little safety net out there, okay? So we've had a lot of snow in the UK just recently. Um, and a lot of the airports got closed down because of the snow and stuff like this. And one of uh, a guy in the UK, a guy called Paul Chambers, um, I can say his name because he's actually he got arrested for this. And basically, what he did was that on his private Twitter feed, he found out that when he found out that the Robin Hood Airport was closed and he was supposed to be flying in a week and a half's time, he basically tweeted out to his friends. You've got a week and a bit to get your shit together. Otherwise, I'm blowing the airport sky high. Um, now, it's not the funniest thing I've ever read on Twitter, but I read that, and I don't think for one second he's actually out there thinking, right, I've got a week to get all my explosive shit together and blow this airport to the 
to the kingdom come. Now, what happened last week? It was arrested under the two thousand ter- terrorism act two thousand in the UK, um, and was questioned for several hours. Not only was that happened, he's also been suspended from work and he's been suspended from using his computer, iPhone and a laptop. They've all been confiscated. He's also been banned from the airport for life. <laughs> I think that the world has gone a little bit crazy here. Okay, This is on the back of things like we're not allowed to take photographs of police. Okay, If we take a photograph of a policeman... We can get arrested for the uh, on the counter terrorist act. Um, oh, there was can? recently uh, it was reported in the UK. I think it was uh, UK again. Uh, there was a a young pupil, basically seventeen year old. The the police officers questioned him after they found he was a Muslim seventeen um, year old on Facebook with a gun. And after questioning for a, a few hours, they realized it was a paint gun and he'd been out paint gunning. So it's like, but they can arrest you for that under the Anti-Terrorist Act. You, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, there was a guy that got arrested just recently, um, but he got his name. He didn't get arrested. Sorry. He's been cleared. Yeah. The prosecution offered no evidence except that the tiger in the clip wasn't real and it was a joke after he joked about having sex with a tiger it was just a spoof animated um stupid thing you know what i mean so he got arrested for doing that you, you well. would never do anything but then we like take that. privacy to we take privacy <laughs> no i wouldn't get naked on a bull um no. you know what i mean and then you, then you got the situation where mr mandelson um one of our well it's lord mandelson let me get it right is seeking to amend the copyright laws in the uk at the moment and it's a bit of a blow for mr murdoch unfortunately because the amendment that he wants to to add there is basically that copyright does not it will not be infringed. Let me get this right. The the proposal alteration of the Copyright Act would create a new offence of downloading material infringed copyright rights. Give, so it give powers to right holders and companies and such as that, except for search engines. They're allowed to take the information. So they're allowed to take any of the any data off the in- internet. So if Mandelson wanted to actually... Um, stop the search engines that this new law wouldn't that they 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 could just say no 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 we're a search engine we're taking the data and we're going to repurpose it um part of so it that's crazy you know what i mean um it's i mean this is gonna i can't see this going through you know what I mean? It's like they said that they respect the right holders and welcome the same. But this is the same people that said that IP, IPSs have to say who's using torrents and all the rest of it. And it's our responsibility to make sure that, um, it, that all this stuff, we have to report on it all. They don't know how to police it. They're just going to pass laws and say, these are the things that we're going to do. And then to top it all off, the Independent this weekend used a Flickr API to show how bad the weather had been. Um, now, this has been going on all over the weekend. I've been following this one with, with great interest because I do use Creative Commons license on some of my stuff. Um, and what happened was a guy called Peter Zab- 
Zubelius. I can't pronounce his surname. I do apologize, Pete. Um, but basically what he did is he realized that the independent had used one of his pictures the, his Creative Commons license said that they weren't allowed to use, basically. Um, and there was a bit of backwards and forwards between him and the, the Independent. And the Independent had come out looking quite aggressive and basically on the lines of that. We took the stream from Flickr, which, as you know, is a photo-sharing website. The legal assumption was, therefore, is that you're not wanting any copyright on this you know what i mean you put it on Flickr. it's it's like that's where people put stuff to share stuff and we just took it we didn't actually modify the image we didn't even put it on our website we just brought the feed in from Flickr and showed it anyway they decided that most probably after taking a bit of legal advice that copyright had been breached and you know what i mean that well actually i can't say that i they're taking legal advice anyway you know what I mean? But the moment that they they believe that there's no copyright breach, yeah, and therefore they're not willing to actually pay the guy. So it's kind of a little bit of a mm, sort of thing. But I know he's taking legal advice as well, and I know that other people are now getting involved around this. So there's like certainly a a, a bit of a firewall coming up from the independent. They're not making any more comments on it, and there is like the the UK photography people are getting involved, and the Creative Commons people are they're getting involved. So it should be awesome. Um, you know what I mean? It's like there's some a couple of things that need to be done. It's like obviously photographs need to look out unless they invoice infringers for for usage that you know what I mean they can't actually you know what I mean? they, they can't even go to small claims court because you only go to a small claim court if you've invoiced somebody so if someone steals the content they need to just fire an invoice in straight away which is what we tend to kind of do um i think that's pretty much from the uk at the moment um yeah, uh, yeah. i'm gonna find the flicker one in someone's asking the chat room sorry i was jumping around a little bit there uh there is the flicker one do, 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 do. does not allow conference speakers in my what's that one yeah uh, that, just getting, getting back to um just getting back to the airport stuff, uh, blowing up airports, as, as this uh, English guy was talking about. There's apparently a story that I haven't I haven't read it yet, but Lindsay Walker uh, from Canada was going to a affiliate conference in um, in Las Vegas and was apparently turned around at the airport. Uh, I haven't read the article yet, but if you go to linseo.com, I think it's one of the new ones, uh, so you can check that out. Uh, it sounds sounds kind of weird, you know. Uh, why are they now turning away Canadians and and distinguished uh, speaker? I don't I don't understand it. Uh, anyway, it's um, it, it is you know the, those anti-terror laws are, are definitely getting out of hand. I mean, we I, I think just about everybody now have these anybody that does travel have stories about how stupid it, it's becoming now just recently one of my friends that are living in in florida a danish guy he was going through customs with his uh, small girl i think she's like six years old or something and they pulled her aside and and started to um, to to uh, you know uh, pet her and 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 see if there was anything on it and she, she was kind of kind of getting getting scared about all that of course and so her father was like, uh, sat down next to her and explained to her, well, it's because these guys, you know, they're looking for terrorists and, and if anybody have bombs and things like that, and, and don't be worried. And he was trying to, you know, c 
calm her down and, and made the situation, you know, work. But then as soon as he said that word, bomb, they were all over him and he was almost getting arrested for, for using the word bomb in trying to explain to his little girl why they were uh, uh, checking her out. And, and, and so, I mean, it's it totally out of context that, that, that oh, it, it seems that, that they don't relate the words to the context at all, which is the same thing with the guy, the, 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 the guy in the UK that you, that you were just talking about. Um, yeah. um, what was his name? Um, Paul Chambers. Um, anyway, it, it, it's the same thing that they, 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 they just trigger on the words. It's the same, it's the same thing that I experienced in, 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 in Heathrow. Uh, I think it's, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, coming back from a conference and I had a t-shirt on with a lot of geek, search geek kind of words on, on the front of the t-shirts. And one of the geek, one of the words between all the other words with very small letters, in fact, was the word Google bomb. <laughs> and I was almost getting arrested there. It took me like 20 minutes and a bunch of, of agents uh, to get through uh, because they, they took it as a bomb threat. Which is, I mean, <laughs> really, really it's ridiculous. It's crazy. I mean, it, I you know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm very much on the lines of like, I don't mind being kind of like held up and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because the last thing I want to do is get on an airplane and then it fall out of the sky. You know what I mean? I don't want that. You know what I mean? It's like, and I don't want, I don't want to see that kind of activity. But there has to be a common sense approach. You know what I mean? It, <sighs> It's a tough one, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's, it's, it's getting totally out of hand because all these things, you know, it doesn't increase the security in airports that my friend are not allowed to uh, calm down his daughter when, when, when they're checking her out. Uh, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't increase security in, in, in airports that they spend 20 minutes uh, on me because of a T-shirt. And in fact... The T-shirt was not visible because I had a, a sweatshirt on. It was only because I had to take the sweatshirt off uh, going through security that they actually saw the T-shirt. <laughs> so nobody else in the airport would see that T-shirt. Uh, it, it doesn't. It doesn't increase the the security in airports because I totally agree with you. I don't want to be sitting in in in, an, in a in a flight with with a stupid terrorist and his bumps and whatever. Uh, I, I I really don't like that. And and I think it's it's good to have a certain degree of of, of airport security. Security. You still there, mate? You kind of went quiet all of a sudden. Did we lose you? And no, I and it's like if I if I've been kicked out, then fine. If Michael's been kicked out, fine. Um, which one of us is being kicked off the radio? Um, I'm not sure. Are we, are we getting kicked off? <laughs> no, I think you anyway. Just, I don't know. You're fine. I, You're both fine. You're both fine. Okay, we're both fine. It sounds good to okay, me. I, I, it was just that I, it just went very quiet. For, you were you were a bit choppy, then you went quiet. And I'm like, oh no, have I been <laughs> kicked off or not? Anyway, I think we need to take a quick break anyway because um, we got to welcome our sponsors. And uh, so, if you just stay with us for a couple of minutes, we'll be right back. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. 
Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use EngineReady's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamerl, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host... Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Um, so I'm, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to have a quick look and see how many people are actually tweeting out that they're going to blow an airport sky high. I can't believe how many people are actually tweeting this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that I, I, from now on, I'm flying out of Robin Hood Airport because I reckon there's going to be a lot of people there that will not be allowed in there again. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe you will be one of them now. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but from my experience, is, and I don't class myself as being like a seasoned well traveler, but I've traveled a lot. You know I mean, I've traveled into the US a lot and across Europe a lot. He's a, a solid, solid tip for flying. Okay, first off, fly in something like tracksuit bottoms, not jeans that you need to put a belt on, because you're going to have to take the belt off, and that will slow the queue down. Take baggage that you can get on the plane with you, not two bags, and make sure that the baggage that you do take on there, all the stuff that the liquids are in a plastic bag before you pack the bag, and not while you're there, because that will slow the queue down. When you're in the queue, take your laptop out if you've got one, and that little plastic bag, so therefore, you don't have to hold up the queue and whatever you do do not turn up to the airport with like covered in gold belt and big stupid earrings and wonder why you've got to stand there and take your shoes off in the queue 
why people behind you are looking like you as if you're a piece of crap. Because if you do that, it's stupid. It makes the whole system go slow. So turn up with things non-metallic. Turn up lightweight so that you've got the, your overnight bag. Put everything else in your big bag to put on the airplane. Make sure that all your cosmetics and all those other things, that liquids and toothbrushes and all the rest of it, in a little plastic bag and your laptop is separate. And when you get there, you put your information in front of the people. Say nothing. Walk through. Don't be a smartass. And don't wear a T-shirt that says bomb on it. And make sure all your document... Yeah, make sure all your documentation is up to date with your name on it. That way you'll be sorted. I, I, would even, you... I would even go a little bit further. I would, I, you know, in, in my experience, don't, don't bring any liquids at all. You don't need any liquids. Yeah. No, you know? no. uh, and, and also, if you're like me, you know, I always, I always just you know, throw all kinds of shit and stuff into my bag. And, it, and over the time, it gets a lot, you know, there's this little cable for that and this little pin for this and this PDA for that and a, a little uh, dictaphone or recorder and, and, and this a plug and this plug and this cable and, and these papers. And, and at some point, I realized when, when an officer <laughs> uh, was doing a manual check on my bag, just how much shit I had in it, all kinds of stupid little things. And, and, and like 10 of the things, he was like asking, what is that? And what is that for? And he was, you know, it took a long time. And, and you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a threat or embarrassing or anything. But it, it just, you know, took a long time. And, and the next time I made sure before traveling that I emptied my bag entirely and only put into the bag what I actually needed in there. And which was a lot less than I was actually carrying around. So, so it was a lot lighter to travel that way as well. But that, that does speed up things. Uh, and as, as, as Dave say, even though both of us like to be funny, um, the airport is just not a very good place to be funny these days. No. It is. It's just make sure that it's, it's like, don't be a smart ass about it and don't be ignorant about it. You know what I mean? It's like the, the quicker and smoother you can get through there. I mean, the quicker and smoother everyone can get through there. And that way, it means that we don't have all this stupid hassle at the airports. You know what I mean? It's like, I've, I've been stuck in the U.S. before where I got questioned, like, you know what I mean? Mainly because I didn't have any luggage with me. You know what I mean? It was like, wh where's your, your carry-on? I haven't got one. And I jet-lagged and got smart RC, and obviously they still let me into the country because all my documentation was right, and by the t obviously I calmed down and just told them the truth, uh, and that's fine. But it's, it's, I get so annoyed, you know what I mean? It's like the people at the airport have got a hard job. It's not an easy job that they've got to do, you know what I mean? And it's like it's one of those ones where I, no one ever says thank you to them. You know what I mean? It's one of those jobs where it's like, if, if you're in the military, the worst job I could imagine in the military is the person that has to go around and tell the families that their kids were killed in Afghanistan and Iraq and things like that. Must be the worst job in the world because nobody wants to see you. It's the same in the airports. Nobody wants to see the people in the airports. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't even want to make eye contact with them. Um, you know what I mean? So it's an awful job, but someone has to do it. And nine times out of ten, they do get it right. And, you know, it's like, just make it easier for them. You make it easy for them, it makes it a lot easier for me. Although they did make me 
take most of my clothes off by accident at the airport once when I was going through security. They were like, do you mind just taking that top off, sir? And I was like, yeah, no problem. As I took it off, I took everything off. So I was just end up in a pair of jeans. <laughs> um, but no, it, you know, it is hard for them. Um, and I don't you know, know if, 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 if I, I for one consider you know, a threat. <laughs> Maybe that could be. Yeah, no, it's a, no, don't go there. I've, I've got a, yeah, I've got to fly shortly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it is. It's, it's not easy. You know what I mean? And but it's nine times out of ten, these sort of things usually ends up with a situation where someone's been stupid, and then they become aggressive because they think that hey, can't you see that I'm joking? And then they become very aggressive towards that, that whoever's pulled them up. And it's like, just show some respect there to do a job. Um, hopefully. Yeah, but you know, the thing is... Okay, let's you move say, on to you something know, that is not going to get... But, but, I mean, the thing is, as you said, uh, a lot of times when you're traveling and you, fi- you finally get to your destination, you're so tired and, and jet-lagged and, and dehydrated and... and and you know, just not you know in the best mood. So, so I mean, these officers in the airports, they also need to understand the the the, the mental state that that a lot of the travelers are in, um, and 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 kind of react accordingly to that. Uh, but anyway, um, let's get back to um, some online stuff here, uh, because as I, as I mentioned to begin with. There was some uh, positive news on Google site this um, this week, and I think that um, everybody probably heard about it at this point. Google had threatened to pull out of China after there was apparently some hacking going on, um, targeted uh, Gmail over Christmas time in December. Um, apparently, a very very serious attack. Uh, what what Google have been been told in public is that it looks like a, a very very professional attack, and they've been kind of insinuating without actually saying it, of course, because they couldn't do that. Uh, but but they've been insinuating that that either some very very professional organization is behind it, or maybe it's supported by the Chinese government, maybe actually the Chinese government, and. And one of the, the, the reasons why, or, or indications that it may be the Chinese government is the fact that it is um, Chinese, uh, uh, um, what do you call it, not rebels, but, but uh, uh, people that criticize China from within China, that, that um, bloggers and, and, and journalists, it's their personal Gmail accounts that have been, uh, that they have been going after in this, in this attack, which of course, further indicate that it could be the Chinese government because they, they, they want to know what they're talking about. Um, so Google have now had enough, they say, in public, uh, and uh, unless China is going to ease down on, um, on, on the censorship um, and, um, and, and make it more you know, possible for, for Google to run the kind of service in China that they do want to run, um, they are going to pull out, which is an interesting, very, very interesting, of course, um, decision to come up with or, 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 or announcement to come up with um, and of course it has uh, uh, fueled a lot of, of speculation and a lot of uh, uh, comment from around uh, the web first of all I would say that that I think it's positive and that's why I announced it as a positive new I think it's it's positive because Google as we talked about we've been talking about for a few weeks is that maybe Google is actually 
you know, moving closer to uh, to committing some kind of a harakiri or, or suicide over all the, the bad things that they're doing, all the bad press that they're creating. But with this action, they have been creating a lot of positive uh, reactions from human rights organizations and, and journalists and, and, uh, and newspapers around the world uh, because they, they kind of illustrate that capitalism is um, may not have to be only about making money for any price. You know, maybe maybe Google is signaling with this message that, well, we do want to make money. We're a public company, but not at any price. And if the price is that we are getting hacked and the price is that uh, we cannot run the kind of service enlightening people and, and, and giving them access to the world of information, all the other good things that Google always been talking about that they're doing, if we cannot get away with that, we don't want to run business there at all. Um, and if that is the true message, then I think it's positive. I think it's positive that a big company like Google is making a stand there and saying we don't we 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 are fighting against the censorship and 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 pressure on free information flow that that China is putting on us. But some people have, of course, suggested that maybe it's not entirely that. Maybe it's also because. Google is not <laughs> making any money in China. They, they they do have a revenue in China, but I, as far as I can understand, it's a very small fraction of their total revenues, and they're not actually making that much of a profit. And the fact is, Google have not been able to dominate the Chinese market. They've not penetrated the market as hard as they have penetrated almost any other market around the world. So maybe this is an easy way out for Google. That's what some of people have suggested. And other people have suggested that it's an empty threat because Google cannot pull out if there's any any reason for good business in China because Google is a public company. And if the management decides to pull out of something that could be very profitable for Google, maybe the shareholders have a case against the management. I don't know enough about the legal framework of, of, of a public company to judge that at all but I think it's interesting thoughts and it's coming around from people that I would usually trust have some kind of insight in that so what do you say about that whole uh, situation Google and China it's a weird one okay because I've heard a few different rumors around a few different places Google's not favorite at this moment in time in the UK marketplace Okay, so there's a couple of things, uh, the way that it's been reported in the UK, things like the fact that it was, that Google said they were being hacked because it was, they were worried over the privacy uh, on Gmail accounts for, what was it, freedom fighters and human rights activists in China. Then they also said, but there was other 20 companies that were involved in this, you know, chemical companies, technology companies, finance companies. I'm like, oh, they the, the technical, the chemical companies and stuff like that doesn't sound the things that your normal human Chinese human rights activists would have an interest in. So it kind of made me think, well, maybe the hackers weren't really just after the human rights things. And then I heard things like rumors about the fact that it was possibility that Bayou was starting to push, going to look to push into the U.S. marketplace and the European marketplace a little bit more. And maybe this is a Google just playing more of a anti-China card than a 
anything else. You know what I mean? It's it, it's a bit weird. You know what I mean? It's the fact that as soon as it was said, Hillary Clinton came out with a statement almost immediately. It was almost if it was prepared days before Google announced it. So that, 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 that was a bit kind of like, hmm, a bit weird. You know what I mean? I, I, and I'm just reading into the things that people have said to me and what I've seen and stuff like this. But you're right. Google have got shareholders. I think they put themselves in a very, very weird situation. You know what I mean? I mean, what Bayou out has come out and said recently, you know what I mean? It's like, I thought that was kind of awesome. That, well, not maybe it's awesome, maybe it's the wrong word, because I don't know the whole side of this. All I'm seeing is the stuff that we get fed as the UK from our media, the, the way that they want to portray it. You know what I mean? So we well, get things like um, the the... the Chief architect from Bayou um, said that Google's decision to quit was for financial reasons and not human right issues. You know what I mean? It's like because they had failed to dominate in the Chinese marketplace. You know what I mean? So it's like what Google said makes me sick. Um, if you're going to quit, just quit for the sake of a financial interest, then just say it. Um, so it's kind of weird that all the things that has gone on in China, it's almost as if Google's trying to make China block them again. If that makes sense, because they've lifted the, the from what I've heard the censorship that you know I mean, they're sending non censored results into China now, um, and to be honest, some of the stuff that I've been told that the Chinese wanted um, censoring, okay, take away the the Tiananmen Square thing because that you know I mean that there's your your political point right there, but they didn't want things like animal sex in there. Now, to be honest. I could live without that in the UK. I mean, I'd yeah, like but, a bit... but I, you know, I don't have any personal interest in animal sex at all. But um, I think that the point of of a free flow of information is that even information that I don't need or I don't want, and even information that I find disgusting, has an important right to be there. Um, if people want to discuss animal sex, uh, I'm I'm not going to be the judge of 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 the limitations of what you should and could be doing to an animal. But, you know, if we assume that it's within a legal framework, then then uh, whatever people have... An but that's the problem, in isn't it? That's the that's problem. <coughs> Google doesn't judge what is within a legal framework. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, of course, what we need to keep in mind is that China is, is by far the only country that put limitations on Google and, and tell them to do special filtering. In Germany, there's certain filtering for, I think it's for Nazi collectibles. Uh, in, in, in France, they're, they're filtering for some other stuff that I can't remember. And, and so even within Europe, Google have filtering, censorship, you could say, going on in search results. They're not pure it's not the, the, the pure, unfiltered uh, free speech uh, that we're all praying for. Um, but I do think still that, that you know, there are there limit, that, that different kinds of, 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 of limitations. Uh, uh, I mean, one of the best examples have, of course, been, been the, the Tierra Square uh, pictures that, 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 uh, that are totally different when you, when you search um, in, in, in China than when you search Google anywhere else. Uh, because that's, that's where we're moving into opinions and, and facts about, about the world. You know, uh, you know it, it, that would be like if Germany had a law against uh, uh, publishing any information about Hitler. 
you know, yeah, Hitler was a bad guy, and yeah, he was German, but, you know, we got to tell the story. we got to, you know, the good reasons to discuss why I think, why that happened, and blah, blah, blah. Um, it, 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 but on know, the same side like of it, that, but yeah, but Mikkel, on the same side of that, if you search for Adolf Hitler and all you found was websites that said how awesome he was, that's not a good thing either. No, because I mean, that would not represent that. But but that would not be good because it doesn't represent the 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 broad spectrum of information about that topic. And that's what Google should present. They should present a broad spectrum of information about a certain topic. And 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 that's what they're not doing when they um, accept to apply uh, censorship and filtering in their search results. And and then, you know, there's, I'm not saying that search should be totally unfiltered anywhere in the world. But I'm saying that there's a limit to what kind of filtering. And I think as, as soon as the, the filtering becomes about opinions, not being allowed to share opinions and 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 putting very tight restraints um, based on morals or, or, or religions. Um, I think I think that's that's stupid. I think it's a different thing when you have laws about saying, let's say that in Germany you cannot actually trade Nazi collectibles because they don't want to. Uh, maybe it's because they don't want to to fuel. Uh, an industry of 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 Nazi uh, uh, interest or whatever their reasons is. They, they, that's not a law that has anything to do with the internet. It's not a law that has anything to do with information. It has to do with what kind of products you can trade. I mean, we cannot sell cannabis in Denmark. In I, I, as, I, as far as I understand, you can sell cannabis in in Holland. So. That's a fact of things that you cannot sell, but that doesn't mean that people should not be allowed to talk about cannabis in Denmark or talk about cannabis in anywhere in the world, even though some places it's legal and some places it's not legal. Uh, there's a difference between talking about things and then promoting uh, uh, doing something. Uh, you know, I you know, of course, I couldn't make a website in Denmark. Uh, or I couldn't run AdWords in Denmark for a website that was selling uh, cannabis because it's illegal. But I think there's a different there's a difference between that and then discussing issues and, and points of view. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's um, a tough one, mate. It's a tough. Let's 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 take a break while we we rethink this. <laughs> yeah, um, <we're> <laughs> let's in a do that. So stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> XYZ from the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. Seven page. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to xy7.com. 
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final part of Strike Point. And we're talking about net privacy and just weird stuff, really, today. Um, Mick, is this true? Okay, in Denmark, before you start your car, you're required to check the lights, brakes, steering, and horn. <laughs> well, on paper, it is, actually. Um, I haven't seen anybody actually doing that, though. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but I guess... But, but isn't it... I guess, but I guess... It, but I guess, but, isn't it... Isn't hang it on a minute. Same? Yeah. Yeah, but isn't it also isn't it also true that you're not allowed to honk your horn unless it's to warn other road users of danger ahead? So how do you check that on before starting your car? That's all I want to uh, know. That's the only thing you know. <laughs> we we have to check. We have to we have to check that our it, you know it's like mirror signal maneuver is ours. You know what I mean? But we certainly don't have to check. You know what I mean? That from a legal point of view, but. There is a law, isn't there, it, that you're required to check the lights, brake, steering, and horn. And there's another law that says you're not allowed to honk your horn unless you want to warn other users of danger ahead. How do you do that? How do you check your horn without honking it? You're Danish, you know. Yeah, actually, I'm not sure about the horn part, uh, if you have to actually have to check that before you start um, but but if if it's so, um, it wouldn't be the first law that have another law pointing in in the opposite direction. <laughs> um, I I I I've been 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 stumbling into similar situations before, so it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> but it's too stupid. Just, the reason why I know this is. The reason why I know is because I've been looking at like weird like like doing some research into laws that contradict themselves. Um, you know what I mean, and and that was one ones that came up, and you know what I mean. It's like just it's kind of like, but there is there's, there's a few in the UK as well that are very similar to that sort of thing. Um, 
but that was a funny one. I didn't realise as well that in Denmark it's against the, there's a law that says that restaurants may not charge for water unless it's accompanied by another item such as ice or lemon. So if you ask for water without with nothing else, they can't charge you apparently. Yeah, well, it 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 it, it laws are not always abided. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, the the law doesn't apply all anywhere. <laughs> anyway, um, I want to get back on 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 track with um, with another thing, uh, also related a bit to Google. Unfortunately, not quite as positive. Uh, so we do get a little bit of Google bashing too. Um, and that's about uh, Google Street View uh, going live. Last last time we, we talked a little bit, or was it the time before? But, but anyway, recently we talked about uh, Google Street View and, and the privacy issues. And I, th- I remember you, um, they pulled up this uh, great uh, picture from Google uh, Street View from, I think it was some gay bar in, in was it in your area or something? <laughs> or maybe in London, I don't know. But there was in some, York, uh, I think it was. <laughs> but there were some cars parked outside where it was very easy to see the plates and, and the nice gay bar sign in the background. And that was just one example. We, we just, in Denmark, um, a local company, a local mapping company called Crack, uh, Crack uh, in Danish, um, they, um, they have launched their own Street View. And actually, they have beaded Google in, in the Street View product. They, they launched that version before Google uh, finished up their one. Uh, Google have been... been uh, been driving around with their photo cars in Denmark, but they're not ready with uh, Street View in Denmark yet. But anyway, this local company is, and they just put it on. And, and of course, the same kind of privacy issues came up. Uh, one of my employees just showed me a picture in there in the office today uh, from uh, one of the streets uh, in, in Denmark, just behind the, the Grand Central Station where all the, the drug dealers and, and, and junkies are hanging out. And of course, you know, it was very easy to find pictures there with people you could easily identify buying and selling drugs. <laughs> of course, I mean, people are stupid doing that uh, anyway, and especially doing it in public in the streets. But again, does that, you know, make it right for, for, for these companies to take pictures of it and profit from it? It's another question. Anyway, what came up this week or last week uh, related to Google Street View is that they uh, apparently got a new patent that they applied for a couple of years ago on a system for dynamically injecting um, advertising in Street View. So what they intend to do, according to this pattern, of course, is that um, they want to they switch uh, advertising dynamically on the signs and posters and, and, and maybe shop names or whatever. You know, theoretically, they could, they could change anything um, in the Street View pictures. Um, there have been been um, a bit of controversy about this kind of technology because the technology in itself is not new. I haven't read the patent from Google, so so obviously there's something original about about the way that they want to or intend to do it. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't have got the patent, of course. But there have been other uh, technologies around, um, and I remember the first big case um, with a similar uh, issue was in the the New Year uh, 2000. And uh, there was some some big uh, celebrations, of course, and and there was uh, this TV um, reporting from uh, Times Square, where one of the um, networks exchanged the the big um, big um, outdoor ads on Times Squares. So they exchanged them for their own advertisers, 
and there was a legal uh, case, and I think that case was settled out of court, so uh, we don't know exactly uh, how that ended, but there's been legal issues surrounding these dynamic injections. Of course, with, with the Google patent, there was there was quite a bit of, of, um, of uh, bad commenting uh, this week about it. Um, I don't know if, if you saw that uh, coming out, Dave, but uh, I think it's interesting and, and interesting to discuss whether that's legal or not. What, what, what I did, I was like, what, I did a posting about it uh, in Denmark, a small, wrote a small article about it, and I'm, I'm kind of questioning, you know, who owns the virtualization of what usually belongs to us? Um, it, you know, is it is it okay for Google to to take possession of my house or the poster that I put on my house or the name of my shop that I put a neon on top of my house or the billboard that I have on the side of my house that I'm selling, you know, is it is it, do Google have the right to change that because they virtualized my house? Um, and if, if that is okay, then why wouldn't it be okay for me? And, and, and I kind of illustrated it in my post. I made this little picture in Photoshop saying, okay, I have a picture that I, that I took on a trade show of Matt Cotts speaking. And I would so much love if Matt Cotts was doing that speech with a T-shirt with my company logo on it. So now that I yeah. personalized Matt Cotts with my picture, why would it be wrong then for me to change uh, his T-shirt so that my logo then appears on it? Which, of course, I made an example of. It's very easy to do. The technology is there. Photoshop, you can go ahead and do it. So if it's okay for Google to to possess my house with their virtualization of their house, why wouldn't it be okay for me to uh, possess the Google employees' T-shirts? And then, you know, let's take it a step further. Let's say that I made a video of that presentation that Matt Cotts was holding at, at a conference, and I, I had a technology where I could sample his voice, and I could recreate new uh, uh, new things that he's saying with the same voice, but things that he didn't say at all. So maybe in that video, I could inject some small breaks where Matt Cotts was saying some commercial messages, some great stuff about my company with his voice, with his lip moves. But, of course, things that he never said. Would that be okay? Because I virtualized it, so I have the right to change it, don't I? You know, I don't see where this stops, you know. No, I, I agree. It's to me, that's wrong. You know, what I mean, it's it's wrong on many many levels. And like you say, if you know, what I mean, if people frequent certain areas of Street View, because like you say, Times Square as an example, Times Square's got that big Yahoo banner on it, hasn't it, with the Yahoo Live, so they can take the Yahoo away from that and put Google on it if they want to. No, it, it's, it's that's got to be wrong. I mean, it's got to be wrong. I mean, it's yeah, like, I, I think... if, if, and if it's not wrong, then is it, uh, is it okay for Microsoft to say, well, anybody that's searching the, surfing the internet on my, our browser, if we find any other buttons advertisements, we're just going to replace that with our own advertisements. Yep. So you I don't see Google AdSense, yeah. you see Microsoft's ads instead. Yep. And that's exactly, I think, <clears throat> there's a lot of, <clears throat> sorry about that, there's a lot of replacement technologies coming into place now, and I think a lot of it has legitimate use. I, I for instance, seen that um, a 
on sports events, um, the people who own the rights to broadcast these sports events are selling sponsorships that are injected sponsorships. So you can get your logo on the on the field of, of the playing field of a football game or something. I think that's that's good. That's that's fair enough. I don't have a problem with that because it's the owners of the rights of that game and and the broadcasting rights to it that are actually selling it. And 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 there's a there's a clear profit stream and and everything is legal and organized and agreed upon the different parties. So I think that's totally different. Google have never asked anybody for the right to drive up and down our streets and take pictures of our houses. I'm not saying that it's illegal that they're doing it, but it doesn't make it legal to change it. It's just in the same way that it's not only illegal for me to take a picture of Matt Cutts as he's walking down the streets or having a, a conference, making a presentation, making a picture of him is not illegal, but it may be illegal for me to do certain things with that picture um, or changing his voice putting words into his mouth that he didn't actually say himself. You know, there must be a limit, um, and I'm just interested to see where that, that legal limit is, is going to be drawn. Um, and in fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is this is one of the areas where politicians need to get into um, some action and, and figure out whether laws are actually good enough to cover things like this. Uh, apparently, yeah. I, it doesn't look like the laws are good enough. <laughs> No, it's obviously they're not. It's just like, it's, I mean, I can't see them being allowed to do that. I really can't. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it'd be crazy. Um, I just wanted, doesn't it, I've just, someone's just sent me an interesting article about the Chinese online revenue is up 30% in 2009. Um, online revenue generated in China surged to more than 30% to 74%. Point three billion. Yeah, I guess that's supposed to be yen, but they've not put that in. Um, which is basically ten billion dollars or six billion quid. So, Chinese advertising seems to be a very highly volatile marketplace, but very rich. Um, there's a lot of money there, and Bayou has sixty percent of that marketplace. I think Yahoo's got 10, haven't they? Must Google about 20%, something like that. Um, so I think that Google... I don't think Google will pull out of China. I think if they do, it'd be ballsy. Um, but I didn't realise that, that it was so big. Apparently, they've got 30, um, 340 million online. Or 340, yeah, 340 million online. A decade ago, it was 10 million. That goes to show how much that marketplace has grown. 380 million. I do apologise. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Once anyway, you see the big I picture. Think, anyway, I think we're running out of time here. I'm afraid so. <coughs> it's true. It's so true. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. <coughs> we'll I'm see sorry you. Sorry for my bad throat. <coughs> you still. I've been fighting this throat for all year. First couple of weeks I, I couldn't speak, <laughs> then I got it back, and now I'm like coughing again, and it's it's really bad. But um, I'll try and see what I can do to nurse it, and uh, hopefully next week I am um, I can still speak. <laughs> Come across the stage, you can try Obama's okay, new healthcare plan. Sorry. 
You can try. You can try. Okay, guys, Obama let me load. I'm going. Bye. I'm going. I'm going now. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>